Today, I'm talking about the sale of your home and the impact it may have on your taxes. Real estate markets are really hot here in North Alabama, especially within commute distance of Huntsville. Huntsville is just exploding. And many people are tempted to sell their homes and take the profit that they have in them. And I can't tell you how many times people call me up and say, hey, Greg, do I have to buy a replacement home if I sell my home? And you know what? That used to be part of the tax code back in 1997, but 24 years later, I'm still getting that question. And the answer is no, you don't have to reinvest in another home. Uh, there's no requirements there. The rules now are simply that you can exclude up to $250,000 of gain on the sale of your home as long as you've lived in it for two out of the last five years is your primary residence. And by the way, if you're married, each spouse can exclude up to 250,000. So a married couple could exclude up to a half million dollar gain on the sale of their primary residence. The only hitch is you must have occupied it as your primary residence for two out of the five years prior to the sale. And the best way to show that a home was your residence uh, is here in Alabama, if you claim the homestead exemption to get the reduction on your property tax, that's good evidence. Um, but nationwide, if you get your mail at that address, if you're registered to vote at that address, if your driver license has that address on it, if um, if you use that address on your tax returns, all of these things show that that is your primary residence. If you have your car tags registered at that address. So um, two years out of five, and I'll go into that in more detail later. And one of the things I want to touch on is, hey, what if I haven't lived in this home for two out of the last five years and I sell it, do I lose that exclusion? And believe it or not, there are some exceptions to every rule. I'm going to go into those in just a minute. So hang with me. Okay, I'm back, and today I'm talking about the exceptions to the two-year requirement where you can exclude up to $250,000 gain on the sale of your primary residence and a half million dollars if you're married filing jointly. Um, there are exceptions to that two-year requirement of occupying the house for two out of the last five years prior to the sale. And one of those ex exceptions is that you're selling your home because of a work-related move. Uh, you meet the requirements um, for a partial exclusion. If you took a job or were transferred to a new job in a work location at least 50 miles further from home than your old work location. For example, if your old work location was 15 miles from home 
and your new work location is 65 miles from your home, then you can qualify for this partial exclusion. Or you had no previous work location and you began a new job that's at least 50 miles from your home. Uh, and either of the above is true if it's you or your spouse, a co-owner of the home, or anyone else uh, for whom the home was his or her primary residence. So, for example, if the home belongs to mom and her son got a job that was 50 miles or more from home and he lived with her and that was his primary residence too, she could qualify for this partial exclusion even though she hadn't lived in the house for two out of the last five years. And this partial exclusion, the way it works is we create a fraction where the numerator is the number of months that you did live in the home as your primary residence and the denominator is 24 months. So for example, mom lived in, she bought this home, lived in it for 12 months and sold it because her son got a job 50 miles away. Then this partial exclusion would be calculated 12 months over 24 months times the $250,000 exclusion that she can claim. So that would be $125,000 exclusion. So she could exclude up to $125,000 gain on the sale of that home because her son obtained a job more than 50 miles from the home. That is a great, great deal. And there are other reasons that you can qualify for that partial exclusion. Uh, a health-related move. If you moved to obtain or provide or facilitate diagnosis, cure, mitigation, or treatment of a disease, illness, or injury for yourself or a family member, or if you move to obtain or provide medical or personal care for a family member suffering from a disease, illness, or injury. Uh, and family includes parent, grandparent, stepmother, stepfather, a child, including adopted children, eligible foster children, and a stepchild or a grandchild, a brother, sister, stepbrother, stepsister, half-brother or half-sister, mother-in-law, father-in-law, brother-in-law, sister-in-law, son-in-law, or daughter-in-law, an aunt or uncle or nephew or niece. So, so if you sold your home and moved to be near one of these family members to take care of them because they had an illness or disease, you could qualify for this partial exclusion. And while I'm talking about this partial exclusion, for a health-related move, if a doctor recommended a change in residence for you because you were experiencing health problems, that would qualify. And the it's true, that would be true for your spouse, a co-owner of the home, or anyone else for whom the home was his or her residence. For example, if you had an elderly parent that lived with you and you needed to sell your home and, for example, go to Texas for a one-year 
cancer treatment program for your elderly parent, uh, you could qualify for that partial exclusion. And I had one client that his doctor recommended a drier climate and he moved to Arizona and that could qualify for this partial exclusion as well. So all of those uh, uh, items that I outlined for a health-related move can qualify you for that partial exclusion that we talked about. And next, I'm going to be talking about unforeseeable events. And this is a pretty broad category, so stay tuned. Okay, again, I'm talking about exceptions to the rule that you have to live in a home for two years out of the last five years uh, before you sell it and qualify for the 250000 or half million dollar exclusion of a gain on the sale of the home. And, you know, used to, uh, has it been that many years ago, we wouldn't even think in terms of having this kind of gain on the sale of a property, but it's more and more common today. I I can tell you that at least once a week, it seems like I'm having a converse, conversation with a client that is considering selling their home because they have such an opportunity to make money on the transaction that they just can't say no. Uh, the thing that precipitated this podcast was uh, a young lady called me up and said, Hey, I'm about to get married and we're going to combine households. And if I sell my home, I'm going to make a profit of $80,000. And I've only been in the home 14 months. And she wanted to know, would she qualify for an exception to that two-year requirement? So here are some of the things that the IRS lists as unforeseeable events that can qualify you for a partial exclusion. And, and they are, for example, a husband and wife purchase a home and before they've been in it two years, one of them dies. And then that surviving spouse says, hey, I'm, I just want to sell this house and move to be closer to the kids or, or something. Uh, that is one of the exceptions that's specifically listed in the tax code. Um, another exception is husband and wife buy a home and before they've been in it two years, they become divorced or legally separated. Uh, one, one exception the IRS code list is if you give birth to more than two children, from the same pregnancy. So if you have twins or triplets and you need to buy a bigger home or you need to move closer to daycare or a school system, then you can sell that home without having been in it for two years and still qualify for a partial exclusion. Another thing that the tax code lists is if you became unable because of a change in employment status, to pay basic living expenses for the household, including expenses for food, clothing, housing, medication, transportation, taxes, court-ordered payments like child support, or expenses reasonably necessary 
for making uh, an income. So, so if your financial circumstances change, you can qualify for one of these exceptions uh, under the unforeseeable events, partial exclusion on the sale of your home. So hang with me. I'm going to be back and talk about other facts and circumstances that may help you out if you're looking to sell your home and make a big profit on it and you haven't lived in it for at least two years to be able to exclude up to 250000 or 500000 if you're married. Hang with me. All right, I promised to talk about other facts and circumstances that might qualify you uh, to exclude or at least partially exclude the gain from the sale of your personal residence, even if you haven't occupied that as your primary home for two out of the last five years. So if your situation doesn't match any of the requirements that I've discussed so far, you may still qualify uh, for an exception. if you can demonstrate the primary reason for the sale is based on facts and circumstances that are work-related, health-related, or due to an unforeseeable event, uh, important factors are the situation causing the sale arose during the time you owned and used the property as your residence, or you sold your home not long after the situation arose, you couldn't have reasonably anticipated the situation when you bought the home or you began to experience significant financial difficulty maintaining the home or the home became significantly less suitable as a main home for you and your family for a specific reason. So, really to to know uh, whether you would qualify under these other facts and circumstances we need to talk so just give me a call and or talk to one of my staff buddy mary robert dustin they're all very much up to date on these rules regarding the sale of your home and qualifying for the $250,000 gain exclusion or up to a half million dollar gain exclusion from income tax on the sale of your primary residence. And thanks for tuning in to my podcast.